0: May I ask you a question? Do you have a friend who's been having series of setbacks and you believe it's their fault? How did you react? Hi y'all, it's your regular podcast host Elizabeth and this is Sassy Podcast. I'd like to say thank you for all the feedbacks Please keep them calm I hope you had a blissful time yesterday, yeah? Now back to my question. Do you have a friend who's been having a series of setbacks and you believe it's your fault? What was your reaction? While going through devotion today, something jumped out at me. I observed as I read through Job 4 and 5, that Eliphaz, Job's friend, seemed to think he had a monopoly on the knowledge of the ways of God. I could quite clearly see that he had never read Romans 11.33 that says all the depth of the riches both of the wisdom and knowledge of God. How unsearchable are his judgments and his ways. After finding out. Oh yeah, he was right about a lot of the things he said in chapters 4 and 5, you know. But as you mean he was no old Mr. righteous and perfect with God? Like seriously? His name never even came up when God was so clearly talking about how perfect Job was in chapter 1, you know. You don't have a monopoly on God. Say after me, I do not have a monopoly on God. I can totally imagine someone who had a little revelation about the ways and things of God trying to force down people's throats, a narrow-sided point of view. If you observe through a lot of Bible accounts, people experience God based on their own unique value experience. All we can say, through the point of view of their own unique needs. For example, for some people he is Jehovah Jireh, the Hebrew word for God our provider, while for another he could be Jehovah Rapha, which is also Hebrew for God our healer. Wouldn't it be considered amazing to hear anyone argue that God is provider, and that's all he does is provide and nothing else, or that God is healer and nothing else. The funny thing is that, arguments like this happen all the time. Well, maybe not about something as simple as this, but still, the fact that you have seen or heard of calamity befalling someone because of sin does not necessarily mean that's for every time anybody suffers from setback of any kind, then it must be because they had committed one sin or another, you know? Another important lesson I observed from reading from the book of Job today is this. Please, whenever a friend is going through difficulties of any kind, if you don't have words of comfort to offer, you can just hug them. Or squeeze their arms if you find hugging awkward because of our culture. Or just sit with them in silence and go home. You don't have to come up with excuses for how it could all have been their fault, you know. Because, in your own opinion, they didn't do one thing or another. Like, for example, telling someone who had been robbed that he was robbed because he didn't pay tight or something. I'm talking from experience, you know. It's not like I was robbed or anything like that, but them. Well, what if they are obviously the cut of their issues, you might ask? My answer to this is, when they are grieving, it's absolutely not the best time to bring it to their notice. Please, wisdom is profitable to direct. I'll end today's podcast by saying, Let love lead. Be merciful like your Father in Heaven. Please develop some sense of empathy. Thanks for listening. God bless you.